Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Everything like that. And I realized my wife owns infinitely too many coats. Infinitely. Coats that I've never even seen her wear. And one of them was a Burberry coat. And I go, how long has this been in the closet? They're like, I know this is expensive. It's got to be. What's a Burberry coat run? A lot of money. Thousand? Uh, probably a little more. It depending, might predate depending. our relationship. I don't even know. But the, I've never seen her wear the coat. Well, you got to keep the coat in there. Of though. course we're going to keep the coat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. There's going to be a lot of things like Jays. People wear Jays. They don't wear them for like 10 years. It ranges from like 1,500 to like 3,000. So. Yeah. No, they're not... <laughs> Now that I know how much those cost, I, I'm now regretting how many of my things I had to get rid of over the years that I appreciated. Let's go to Fernando and Cocker. Hey, Yay! Fernando. I'll believe that one alone. <laughs> you know, What's up, Fernando? What's up, baby? What's going on? Oh, brother, I'm bummed up right now, man. I'm just waiting for Sunday. I just want to say... <clears throat> Hey, even if Debo's not ready to go, I believe that we got this, man. We got it. Um, if we could have another, if uh, Janice can have another game like the one he had last game, and if we could have a little bit more of Brandon A.U. because he was a little bit quiet last game, I say we got this, brother. I'm mad. I'm I'm ready. Yeah. I don't know if I'm sleeping on the line. I'm, I'm ready. I know we got this. I'm ready for the Super Bowl. And hey, let's get it on, baby. Let's get it on. It's video here, boy. Let's go. Hey, hey, look, man. <laughs> I, I'm feeling good about Brandon Ayuk's game. I'll explain in a second here, but I want to get RJ Fairfield. RJ Fairfield, long time no talk. I say, the more you talk, the more you make me nervous. RJ, good yep. morning, RJ. All right, what's up, Bonte Shasky? Real quick, uh, hey, you got the plug on Chase for me tonight? What's happening to that Chase tonight? The championship, we're going for our second ring tonight. What you mean? Oh, yeah, you guys are coming down to the dental office. <laughs> That's right. So, root canal, root canal, you need a root canal, you need some braces. What do you need tonight? I don't need nothing, Bonte. I need, I need you to help me out on this one. I ain't trying to put my hard-earned money into Chase. Why? Yeah. Why? You got bread, RJ. You're a baller. You come down here and spend some money oh, on, our, on our on our Chase Center, have some dumpling time, maybe go to Gott's, you know what I'm saying, say hello. RJ, you got that bread? No, I got that bread, but I ain't, I ain't spending it at that Patagonia wearing stadium that y'all got, uh, got there in San Francisco. Uh, okay. Patagonia. Hey, it's Patagonia. Bonte, but- in Patagonia. By hey. the way, I'm a North Face guy. 
Okay, it's all good. But, hey, since y'all want to go back in history, what happened November 28th? All right, 2023. That's what's about to happen tonight. But we talk about the Niners right now. <laughs> we'll talk about them. Okay, well, Bonte, <laughs> as normal, as you keep going, Mr. Confident over here, Bonte, hey, nothing scares Bonte. Why don't you just say that out in the world? Nothing scares Bonte. The uh, not, Lions run game don't scare Bonte. Did you see what happened when we played the Packers? Our, our, we couldn't set edges. We couldn't do nothing. So I'm a little nervous about this game. And um, Wait a minute. Bonte, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. RJ, you say you're a little nervous about this game? My caption on your call says, not as nervous about the Lions as you were about the Packers. Well... Well, Jared Goff doesn't scare me as much as Jordan Love. Jared really? Goff doesn't can't move in the. Are you serious? <laughs> he he don't draw he don't he don't he don't, he don't step back like Jordan Love. Jordan Jordan Love could uh could do some crazy stuff like Pat Mahomes, but Jared Goff has to step into his throws, and I think our defense could get there. But Nick Bosa man got to get there and, and Chase Young. But like I said, ain't nothing. Ain't nothing scares Bonte. Bonte, nothing scares you. Nothing scares you about the Lions. You keep going on. Mr. Confident over here. Nothing scares Bonte or Shasty. That's all I'm got to say, man. You you scare me, Bonte. Why do I scare you? Because I'm not scared? Why you live life scared, RJ? You got to stop being so scary, man. That's why you're bumping Luther Vandross going to football games. Appropriate fear. No, he doesn't have fear. So you imagine watching a game with RJ? He sounds like he freaks out. Well, every play. He says that he feared Jordan Love more than Jared Goff. I, I am shook. Don't know. I don't know if I if I'm there. Because I, I don't want to dismiss Jared Goff. Like right now, he's got zero turnovers in the last two playoff games. He's throwing for 564 mm -hmm. yards, three touchdowns, and almost 75 percent completion rate. Yep, he's on a heater. He really is, and it's the short, controlled passing game along with the controlled running game that they have going on. I'm very worried about the secondary <laughs> laying off these guys and them trying to pick us apart. They've got an elite slot player in St. Brown. Now, D'Lo, Diamond Lenore, is the guy who's probably going to be lined up in the slot, but who's going to be on the outside? So are they going to maybe move St. Brown around? Uh, if you consider CeeDee Lamb a slot player, St. Brown is probably the second best slot player in the game based on the numbers. Maybe, maybe the best slot player because he's so tough and he's hard to tackle. He breaks a lot of tackles, man. He's a physical, relentless wide receiver. This guy is a stud. We heard from Kirk Morrison the other day. This guy has been doing it since he was at Matter Day. Amarase Brown is a problem. There's no doubt about that. But what helps out of secondary? A great pass rush. Well, but... <sighs> Like, I hear you, but if I'm Detroit, I'm saying to myself, well, I'm going to try to get rid of the ball quickly. One, two, boom. One, two, three, boom. Right. One, two, two. Like, so if, if, the, if the pass rush can't get home in time and they're just doing the short stuff, I, watching the Packer game back, well, you know, as many times as we have, they were laying way too far off some uh, of these receivers. I don't, I don't expect that to happen because if they do start to get the ball out quick, run a, you know, wide receiver screens, uh -huh, uh -huh. quick comeback routes or whatnot, then the cushion needs to be condensed. Yes. No doubt about that. And you got to tackle well. This is a game where Detroit's going to get yards. They're going to be able to get some chug plays here and there. That's, that's the way the NFL set up. Gibbs is a really good player. They have a lot of speed. They will get yards. But how well do you tackle in this football game? Because Detroit has a lot of good tackle breakers. How well do you tackle in this football game? That will go a long way on both sides. Uh, both defenses here. Detroit doesn't tackle. Then Ayuk's going crazy. Kittle's going crazy. But how well do the Niners tackle in this football game? But also, I, I still believe there's going to be plays where they run their play-action pass, and Jared Goff steps back, five-step drop back, mm -hmm. and he wants to plant that foot, and he wants to let it rip. 
Well, you can't let him let it rip. No, you've got to heat this guy up. Well, and it just worries me. Like on those play action plays, the deep ones. That's where if it's Ambry Thomas out there, and you've got Jameson Williams, one of the fastest guys in the league, running deep. That's not a great matchup. It's just not. I mean, St. Brown this year, just to, just to give people some you know, idea of what he had, he had 119 catches this year, which was second in the league, 1,500 yards, which yep. is third in the league, and have, 10 15, touchdowns. What do you have, 15-15 or something Yeah, 15-15. Like that? Yep. I, that's video game numbers. No, he's legit. He's he, one of the best now, wide receivers in football. No doubt. No doubt. Now, he got a lot of targets, whereas someone like Brandon Ayuk doesn't get the same amount of targets. So it's it's going to be different to kind of compare our receivers to him. But when I'm looking at what he does really well, it's the power slant game, the power short stuff. And the Niners are going to have to, to your point, tackle up well, take good angles. This is, goes back to that safety play. Yep, no doubt. Let's go to... Uh... Yeah, it's Logan right to safety. What are you going to do there? Right. Charles is San Jose. Charles, what's right. happening? You're on a roast. Hey, thank you guys for taking my call. Yeah, I just want to see the D-line get at, get at Goff all day. I mean, that's all what it's all about. Where's Chase Young? Show us what you're all about. Get in beast mode. Bosa, you got to hit the quarterback. It's going to be, there's going to be no excuses. It's either it's win or die. And they gotta do. They gotta bring it. I mean, come on, bring on the eight mile smoke. I'm tired of hearing about Detroit. Let's go Niners. Yeah, let's go Niners. Let's go Niners. Here's what I'm saying about Chase Young right now, and and this is this is just a reality. He's more of a name than he is an impact right now. And the guy needs to show up. Otherwise, I don't want to hear about him (laughs) at all. He just needs to show up, make a play. You know, Chase. I almost got to the quarterback, Young. Hmm. Boy. Y'all have flipped on Chase Young. No, I'm just putting pressure on a guy that needs to play well. So what you're saying is Chase Young is getting old real fast. I wouldn't go that far. Well, well you know. Are you serious? I, I think that ship is sell where people were ready to say, let's pay Chase Young right away. Well, let's thank the heavens that John Lynch did do that right away. This guy, I don't know what he's worth. Hey, he, It's shades of cloudy early on in his career. And even Cloudy was better early on in his career. He had J.J. Watt. Chase Young, does he play the run well? Does he get out? Does he have any elite pass rushing moves? He's a power rusher, and that's yeah. really about We've it. We got a bunch of power rushers. We need but a speed guy, but he doesn't set the edge. D like, Ford. That's why D Ford was so good that year. Yes. D Ford bringing that speed and then allow Bosa. You get the quarterback thinking on both sides. Got too many of the same edge rushers. That I agree with. Stiff. Power moves, no speed moves, including upright. Nick Bosa. Very upright. Like, come on. We got to get after the quarterback here. What's coming up in the game? Brought to you by Safeway. More of your phone calls. 888-957-9570. I see everybody out there. See Garrett in San Diego. See a few others out there on the lines. 888-957-9570. We're going to continue to break down uh, Lions and Niners and reveal the guest list on the other side. We'll be right back. Clay Thompson, and you are listening to the Morning Roast on 95.7 The Game. You better not be roasting me if I'm giving all these intros. Nah, nah. You know, Clay, I will never roast you. I, Bonte Hill, will never, ever compare you to guys like Kyle Corker or Max Struess. I am a loyalist. Clay Thompson, I love you. 24 points last night, 5 and 10 for the three-point line. Shay, anybody? Oh, there's Shasky. Uh, 9570K will be live and local all day on Sunday. Struis having a good season, actually. <laughs> I'm at it. Not making that much either. 
Go look at his game box. Uh, Mark Grady, Sterling Bennett from 9 to 1. Leading into the kickoff show with Larry and Lowe at the Santa Clara Hilton, presented by Habba's Law. You've been wronged. Habba's Law will fight to make it right. Call 1-800-VISIT, HabbasLaw.com. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious, RJ. Very serious. Um, I'm very serious about this guest list as well. Guest list, Jamel Hill, formerly of ESPN, uh, doing her own thing now. You see her on CNN. You see her all over the place. Uh, Jamel Hill will join us at 8 o'clock. She's a huge United fan, but grew up in the Michigan area. Uh, excuse me, Detroit area uh, in Michigan. She's a Sparty, not a Wolverine. So we'll talk to Jamel at 8 o'clock. She was on my wife's show, uh, Below Deck. Was she? Yeah, really? I, I, I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Jamel Hill. I don't know if she was getting married. I, I forget. I, I would actually, you know what, we'll ask her. Yeah, no, I think it was. It was like an engagement party yeah. or something like that with all of her girlfriends. Yeah. And Jamel Hill, obviously from Michigan, as you mentioned, and so is Captain Lee. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So oh. they, they bonded over that. There you go. Uh, Jamel Hill, 8 o'clock. Former Lions quarterback, also played quarterback for the Chicago Bears. I think it was a Viking as well. Eric Kramer. Just, just the, the black and blue division. <laughs> he just went all dies. around. He I like went it. All, you, know, you always get those players yeah, yeah. who just tore the division. Yeah. They're a Seahawk. They're a Ram. They're a Niner. Our guy, Michael Tucker. Michael Tucker. Played for like everybody in yeah. the NL West. Right. Ryan Klaska. Yeah, there you go. Padre, yeah. Dodger, Giant. Steve Finley. You know, oh, I always wanted to be on this team. I could just see it from the other side, how you guys do business. No, you just saw the check. Like, <laughs> it's the check that's talking. Come on, man. Uh, oh, Kate Rudy. She's coming back on a roast. Nice. Kate Rudy had a smashing debut on a morning roast. Of course, Kate Rudy, a sports reporter at Cron 4. Cron 4 is everywhere. Jason Dumas, leave me alone, Dumas. Leave our Niners What's alone. Wrong? No, I'm just joking with oh. him. He, he was telling me, he was like, trust me, if I would have lost that game, I would have been <laughs> insufferable. Okay. Well, you know, Eagles fans. Yeah, if I was him, I would too. Oh, man. Uh, so I would like to do an exercise yeah, with Kate you, Bonte. Rudy. Kate Rudy. Kate Rudy. I would like to do an exercise with you, Bonte, and I want you to answer this, okay? And then we'll see what the audience is feeling. Sound good? Are you ready for this? I'm always ready. I know. I know you're Whatever it is. Well, I mean, a negotiator like yourself, you know, Don Yee would love. Uh, let's... I want to break down each position group between Lions and Niners. Let's get real. All right, let's get real. Let's start at the top. Special teams. Whose special teams unit are you taking? You're going to take Moody, who, if you look at some of the 20th most accurate kicker this year, didn't have a lot of 50-plus yard attempts, or you're going to take Badgley. Who are you taking? And, and obviously the return units of the Niners has been sketch at best. Detroit. Middle of the pack, nothing stands out to you. Whose special teams unit are you taking in this game? I lead Detroit's. They seem to be more right. buttoned up on special teams. Uh, but I do like Moody over Badgley. I'm not a huge fan of Badgley. Okay. Their kicker. Uh, they also had Riley Riley Patterson for a long time. Riley Patterson was their kicker. I guess he's hurt, so Michael Badgley's there. 4-4. Four, four. Look, I lead Detroit's special okay. teams. Return okay. game. Also... They are Mikey Potty, 49ers Cardinal Seahawks. That's yeah, a that's a good call. 408, that's a good one. Kyle that's a really, good one. Uh, it's a really good one. It's a really good one. I just, I think I'm just down on the Niners special teams. I'm down on is their that, special teams. It, it, does every team do that with their own special yeah, teams? Yeah, I think, I, I don't, I haven't watched a lot, a lot of Detroit special teams. Who I haven't has? really, yeah. but they, they do run fake putts. Yeah. They do run fakes all True. the time. Uh, they are buttoned up. They seem to be flying around hitting. 
I know about the Niners special teams, and the Niners special teams is underwhelming. Yeah. The return game, yeah. uh, and we're probably not going to see Debo. I never liked Debo being on kickoff return. I know some people do. I don't like putting my premium players on a kickoff return team. I just think you can't find a guy to return kicks to let the ball go out of bounds or let him go out the end zone to start returning them. So I'm going Detroit special teams just on the strength of the 49ers special teams. I don't think the Niners special teams is that good. Yeah, okay. All right. And look, if you want to chime in, you can get on the YouTube chat. You can get on our Xfinity uh, text line here, 888-957-9570. Let us know what you think when we go down these position groups. Let's go to the, the secondary. What do you think? What do you think? Um, I, I think that the Niners special team woes are over-exaggerated. I actually think we're... we're I'm going to say it's a deadlock between the two teams. That's what I'm going to say. Deadlock between the two teams. And I'm not going to do that moving forward. Niners DBs versus the Detroit DBs. I'm going to go entire secondary here. We know who the Niners are. Their weak link is going to be Ambry Thomas. And I would say whoever the safety is playing in the Logan Ryan spot right now. I don't know. Gibson hasn't looked as good recently as maybe he has at, at times this year. And then I look at the Lions' side. They got Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Emmanuel Mosley's out for this game. And a bunch of guys that none of us have really heard of. Who do you give the edge to in the secondary? Niners or Lions? Niners. Even with Diamador, him? Okay. Yeah, Diamador okay. Lenore and okay. Traverius Ward's All been right. really good. Uh, obviously, there's, a, there's an article uh, right now circulating on NBC Sports Bay Area about the relationship between Diamador Lenore and Amara St. Brown. They've had a lot of battles against each other. I'm a lead Niners secondary, although Detroit, they got some hitters back there. They will hit you. Kirby Joseph will hit okay. you. CJ Gardner Johnson, man, we know he's a ball hawk. They got some ballers back there, so I'm a lead Niners secondary ever so slightly. Okay, no, no, no. I, I think that's fair. And again, if you want to get in and chime in and let us know, uh, we're breaking it down just position by position. Let's go linebackers here, Bonte. Obviously, the 49ers have Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw, and I think that they're going to be superior to most other linebackers. Jack Campbell, uh, Anzalone. Uh, they got this this guy McNeil, who's more of a DN, but I threw him into the into the linebacker space. Who do you give the the the, the edge to? Oh, it's lime. It's it's Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw. Yeah, I have a it's hard not time. Even close. Outside of Roquan and, and Anzalone, yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're really good. But in this football game, Anzalone, Branch, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty straightforward. I think no one's going to argue. Defensive line. Hutchinson, you said, had how many sacks over his last four games? Eight in the last four games. Wow. Wow. Okay, McNeil, who I referenced, has been actually coming on pretty strong this year for them. Detroit and, second in the league against the run. If you look at the uh, expected play per average, the Lions run D sixth, the 49ers run D twenty sixth. Yep. I know we don't love EPA in this on this show, but it's it's something. I, I just look at raw data. They're giving up eighty eight yards a game on the ground. That's pretty 88 good. Eighty eight games, eighty eight yards a game. And the reason why I think it's somebody hit at me at this on yeah, yeah. whether it's Instagram or YouTube something, but they asked me, you know, Bonte, is it because they get out? Ahead of so many teams, and I was like, "Yeah, absolutely. Nice. They make teams one-dimensional. Yeah. You know, same thing with the Ravens. Ravens so good, they get out to these fast starts. I'm noticing that in the NFL, you need to get off to because you can flip a game plan. I you agree. know, all of a sudden the Niners go off 14 nothing. How much are the Lions going to run the ball? That's a great. Point. You know what I'm saying? That's a great point. And I think they kind of got away from the run yeah. last week because they were trailing, even though it was a one-score right. game. So, so defensive Der- line, who are you going to give the the strength to? Detroit yeah, or I mean, the Niners? I- <sighs> Yeah, I don't like anything with Detroit's front seven. Really? Like their linebackers. Anzalone, he's a, he's a five player. Derek Barts, the game with interception last week. Their defensive line, eight hunches and eight sacks. They seem to be having an impact. Okay. And they use the blitz really well to help out their defensive line. Look, man, I'm going to challenge this 49ers defensive line right now by saying this. 
Your defensive line of the 49ers is not better right now than the Lions' defensive line. Show me on Sunday if you're better than them. So you're taking Detroit. I'm taking Detroit's defensive I, line right now to challenge I, the Niners' defensive line. I'm going. They were underwhelming. On paper, this defensive line should be the best in the league. But what my eyeballs tell me is right now they're not getting home. Yeah. Right now they're not heating up the quarterback. Right now they're not stopping a run. So you want to? You know what? 49ers, you can clip this. I'm taking Detroit's defensive line wow. over yours right now. Wow. Show me on Sunday how good you are. Show me how good you are, Bosa. Show me that you are the DPOI. Show me, Chase Young, that you are worth multi-million dollars. Show me that. Javon Hargrave, I gave you $40 million guaranteed and another 23 to sign. Show me you're that player. If you had to put 1000 bucks on who would have a better game, Hutchinson or Bosa, you're putting it on Hutch? Right now? Wow. Where you at, Nick Bosa? He hasn't had a sack in four playoff games. All right. I just said that's eight in the last four games. B, I can't argue with you. Like, form matters to me. Like, you know, you, oh, we've got this player and that player. And this. Yeah, but you're not playing well. <laughs> you know, I have to go with form. So you're taking Detroit's defensive line. Yep. All right. And I'm, and I'm challenging the 49ers' defensive line. I like that. This game comes down to you guys. Wow. You guys want to step up and get after golf? You guys want to step up yeah. and get after Gibbs and Montgomery in a rug game? Well, Bosa, it's time to go. 800. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He's just coming in wearing number 97, and he thinks he's the real number 97. He thinks he's going to come steal the show. He went to Michigan. You went to Ohio State. You don't think that plays into this? He wants to show you that, hey, I was picked number two. I'm the better number two pick. Well, Nick Bosa, you got your money, 120 guaranteed. You got your award from last season. We brought Steve Wilkes down from the booth to the sideline. We did all that for you. Now it's time for you to show me how good you are on Sunday against Jared Goff. Prove to all of us that you're the better number number 97. It's time, Bosa. I love it. All right, let's go to the offensive line. I think Trent Williams is the best of all the offensive linemen on both sides. But I'm looking over at Detroit, and they might not have Jonah Jackson. It sounds like they were 50-50 on rag now. But Penny Swell and and their offensive line has been ranked at the top of the league in a lot of the metrics all year long. Are you taking the 49ers offensive line in this game, or are you taking Detroit's offensive line, even though they've got injuries? I lead Detroit's offensive line. Now, Jonah Jackson, like you just mentioned, he's not going to play, so that's where Hargrave, Armstead, and you know what? Maybe you can line Bosa up inside this week. Maybe line them up inside, him or Chase Young, because the interior of the offensive line of Detroit is their weakness. That is their weakness. But overall, they have a very good unit. They're nasty. They're physical. They can do all things. I'm going to lead Detroit's offensive line in this one, but I don't think it's by much. These injuries do hamper Detroit. 
I don't know how you feel about it, but I do I do think Detroit's interior offensive line is a weakness in their defense. And I think Hargrave and Armstead and whoever else plays inside should be able to get pressure on golf right through the A-gaps. Interesting. See, I... I feel like the Niners O-line is actually one of the more slept-on units in the in the entire league. I, I feel like we over-criticize them because, you know, of, of one player, basically, McKivitz on the right tackle spot. Everyone else has been pretty good. I mean, Jake Brendel's had a really good year. Right. Aaron Banks has had a monster year. Trent Williams is a, is a legend. Yep. I'm going to go Niner offensive line, but I'm going to stick with yours. We're, we're, yeah. we're ranking you. I want to I no, pick no, yours. No, no. Really but I like the Niners offensive line, yeah. but that's that's neither here nor there. Let's go to tight end. Laporta basically had one of the great regular seasons a rookie has ever had at tight end. And George Kittle had one of the monster seasons in 49er history from a tight end, even though it's not as prolific as some of right. his years past. And he showed that he's still an elite player. Who are you taking at tight end? Laporta with a banged-up knee? George Kittle in this George game. George Kittle all day. All right. All week long, twice on Sunday, George Kittle, first team all pro. George Kittle does it on both, both catches passes, he blocks, he's nasty, mm. he's a leader. You know what? I George Kittle is still that dude. And I think this was a reminder this season that George Kittle could still be that guy. George Kittle had a big day against Green Bay. We didn't really touch on. Uh, really, I know he had the big drop on, yeah, yeah. on second down, but he made up for it later on that drive. I'm taking George Kittle all day long. Let me give you a stat if you really want to bet over the weekend when it comes to George Kittle, tight end props, things like that. Detroit is the 10th worst in the league against the tight yep. end. Yep. 10th worst in the yep. league in giving up tight end stats. I think this is a huge, huge monster player. moment for George Kittle to cement himself as an all-time 49er, taking this team back to the Super Bowl. I expect 85 to be a huge part of the game plan, and one area that I think he can be really impactful is in the run game against Aiden Hutchinson and in the chipping game where they use him as a blocker and chipper and then give him those, those little leak outs, those screens, those wheel routes that he likes to run. I'm taking George Kittle as well. Laporta's banged up knee, and I love our guys against him. I mean, he's an elite player, but I think that we have the linebackers that can slow him down. I'm going to take Kittle as well. Let's go to wide receiver. Now, in this, in this equation, let's just say that, that Debo plays, okay? It's Brandon Ayuk and Debo with Jawan Jennings against Amara St. Brown, against Reynolds, against Jamison mm-hmm. Williams. Who are you taking? Whose wide receiver core do you lean more in in this I'm game? I'm taking my guys. Amara St. Brown probably is the best wide receiver in this football game, but it ain't by much. Did we all forget the type of year Brandon Ayuk had? And I think Brandon Ayuk goes crazy. Brandon Ayuk is tied for his playoff moment. Hasn't had that playoff moment yet, right? No, not really. Well, I would say the catch that he had in the fourth quarter might go down as of right now. As of right now, that might because that's a that was a hell he, of a catch. And he had one. And you had and he had one. And he had one against the Cowboys on the final drive as well on third down. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Debo Samuel and I'm taking Brandon Ayuk. And you know what? Jawad Jennings stepping up as a third down receiver. Five catches, 61 yards. I know everybody's going to fall in love with Jamison Williams, but he's been inconsistent. Hell, he was suspended for half the year. Uh, I'm taking my guys, Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. One of the most slept-on duels in this league. Brandon Ayuk, Debo, and of course Jawad Jennings making plays for them. 
Don't sleep on Chris Colley making a big 17-yard catch. Give me my wide receivers. I'm taking my big boys I, against I, the Lions wide receivers. I, I'm with you, and if you look at the advanced numbers, they're giving up 250 yards uh, passing per game, Detroit secondary. Yeah. I give the advantage to the 49ers here. I really do. And I, I think this is the week you get back to Brock Purdy and the timing routes and utilizing the entire playbook and the entire weaponry that they have. And I would factor in Christian McCaffrey into yeah. that passing game as well. So let's get to the running back. So I'm taking Ayuk and Debo, uh, and I'm going to assume Debo's healthy over St. Brown. I have tremendous respect for their wide receiver core. All right, running back. Are you taking the guys that basically ran for 2,000 combined yards with an extra 600 yards in the passing game in Gibbs and Montgomery, 10 touchdowns each, 10 touchdowns each from Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery, or are you taking CMC who basically ran away with the rushing title by over 200 yards of the next closest person? CMC is the best running back on the field. He's the best running back in the league. But the better running back room belongs in Detroit. Jameer Gibbs could do some things like CMC in the pass game. David Montgomery has ran hard. He was a real physical player out of Iowa State, by the way. Christian McCaffrey, again, he's the best player. He's the best running back on the field. But the better running back room belongs in Detroit. I'm taking the Niners because I'm factoring also in Debo. I am. And, and I, I think that this is going to be an Elijah or Jordan Mason game as well. I'm going to take the Niners. And I know it's the homer pick because these are, these two backs are unbelievable. And this yeah. is thunder and lightning. Yeah. I mean, you are looking at a really, really good duo. But what if you're playing from behind? Now, Jameer Gibbs really scares me in the passing game. He, he is as close to CMC and Alvin Kamara as any of the young players are in the league right now. And the guy had uh, uh, 71 targets coming out of the backfield, 50 catches. So they're going to have to cover him. I'm going to go CMC, B. There you're going to go. take Detroit. That's okay. I'm going to take CMC. Now we get down to the final two. Yeah, CMC's a better player. Again, he's a better player, but the better running back room, in my opinion. I think it's fair. Two-headed monster is nasty. I think it's fair. And look, we're trying to be as realistic as possible. Who you like is who you like. Right. Elijah, did Elijah and Jordan Mason even have a carry last week? No. Not one carry. No. Uh, Juwan Jennings, one carry. Those two, zero. Uh, Last two. Quarterback. Brock Purdy had one of the most efficient seasons on the planet. Jared Goff was really good. But if you look at all the advanced numbers and all the basic metrics, Purdy was better with less opportunities to throw and more efficient. But Jared Goff did do this with the Detroit Lions. Who do you give the edge to this weekend? Is it Brock Purdy or Jared Goff? Brock Purdy's at home. Brock Purdy's at home. I'm taking my guy Brock this Sunday. Brock Purdy will bounce back. The fact that he had that game when he drive in the fourth quarter. That's two fourth quarter game when he drives he's had in the playoffs at home. Give me my guy Brock Purdy on Sunday. I think he lights up the lines. I think Purdy bounces back. All the naysayers, all the talk. All the garbage about him. Look, Jared Goff's had a very special year. But my defensive line that I'm challenging here, I'm challenging Nick Bosa and company. I expect him to get after Jared Goff mm. this Sunday and really make life difficult for him. And he's been prone to throw him up. He's been thrown, prone to make the old no throw. Give me Brock Purdy in this game on Sunday. I'm going with Brock. I, I agree with you on this one. This is a huge bounce-back moment for the young man. And I think drier conditions, being able to get back to the timing game, I think it's going to be very big for them. I'm taking Purdy as well. That gives us a 5-4 lead here. Niners 5 versus Detroit's 4 in terms of the categories that we coaching? picked. You what? coaching? Coaching. Who do you give the edge to? Kyle Shanahan, 7 wins in his playoff 
tenure as head Possibly. coach of the 49ers. If he gets one more and advances to a Super Bowl, he will tie his father with eight. Oh, coaching. Or is it Dan Campbell in his third playoff coaching game uh, as the Detroit Lions head coach? Who, who do you give the edge to in this one? We're do you give it to Dan Campbell, off. knowing who he is, Mr. Aggressive, all in, or is it Kyle Shanahan? Well, Shanahan is going to be coaching against Aaron Glenn. And, of course, uh, John Fox is a senior advisor with the Detroit Lions. Remember John Fox, former head coach of the Bears, the Panthers, the Broncos, longtime defense coordinator with the New York Giants. Look, Kyle has the advantage here. Kyle has the advantage. He's the better coach. He's a better play caller. Uh, Shedahead is the coach I'm taking in this game. However, if this thing gets tight in the second half, what we got to think about here is that the Niners, they get into a tight game, and Shanahan starts getting tight. He calls a game he had last week against Green Bay. The Niners are losing. And that would be the third straight NFC title game that they've lost. Now, all of a sudden, you're knocking on the door with A.B. Reed's Philadelphia Eagles. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to lose three straight NFC title games. So there's a lot of pressure oh, on Shanahan to win this freaking game. A lot of pressure. It's Shanahan against Ben Johnson. It's Shanahan against Dan Campbell. It's Shanahan against Aaron Glenn. Shanahan has to be in his bag with his play sheet. He cannot mess around here. Give me Kyle Shanahan because of the experience and because he has led the Niners to some big-time wins. But Dan Campbell's coming, folks. He serves it, but I'm giving the answer, Shady. Something subtle happened at the end of that game, uh, Tampa Bay versus Detroit, which not many people picked up on. Detroit did not kneel the ball at the appropriate amount of time, and Todd Bowles should have called the timeout. They could have got the ball back. Could they could have got the ball back. It's the little, tiny details, the button-up stuff that I think at times Dan Campbell misses on. Think about the night that they had an opportunity to just kick the extra point and tie the Dallas Cowboys. That's the bravado. That's not how they play. The bravado and the ego gets in the way of being smart and discerning. But now, Kyle Shanahan has his own warts. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, the, little things, the little details of Shanahan into the first half. Like, come on, clock management. I'm still siding with the guy with seven playoff victories. Yeah, I am too. I, I'm going to take Kyle Shanahan in this one. And that, for you, B, it's 6-4. to four. I think this is a tight game. This has got, like... This has got juggernaut matchup. This is the number one and number two teams, no matter how you pick them, whether you think Detroit's better or the Niners are better or whatever, coming out of the NFC. This, These are the two teams that we deserve in the NFC Championship game. I'm here for it. I think it's going to be a great game. I do not like the Niners' seven-point spread. I like it to be a tight, tight game. I think it comes down to within three points, one way or the other. No, I got the Niners winning. I got the Niners winning going away. Going away? I got the Niners winning going away in this one. I, 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 I don't... Detroit's tough, and I'm not. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm taking the Niners. N- now- and, and they may cover. They may just cover. If the if the Lions cover the spread, it's because they're going to backdoor it. Okay. But I'm 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 taking the Niners in this one. They're not losing this. They're not letting the Detroit Lions come into Levi Stadium, a place they've never lost a playoff game. And take home that NFC title game. This is so you lose this game if you're the 49ers. We may not see George Kittle back in a Niner uniform. We may not see Brandon Ayuk back in a Niner. There could be massive changes if you lose this game. This will be the third straight loss in the NFC title game. Now, the Niners are going to Las Vegas, folks. And I'm confident. After breaking out all the film, watching this Lions team, they do some things really, really well. Yeah. They didn't pose some problems. But this defensive line, if this defensive line shows up on Sunday, 
And again, 97, 91, 98, you're going to have an opportunity to get interior pressure. This is your game to shine, your game to take over with the 49er Empire behind you yelling left and right. The Niners are winning this football game, folks. I feel really good about the Niners on Sunday. I feel like they're going to be able to move the ball all game long. I feel like they're going to be able to score touchdowns, all that stuff. I, I, I'm rolling with the Niners, man. I ain't, I ain't scared of the Lions. I ain't scared. Nah. Well, nah. the thing that I, I – and again, I'm not saying that I'm scared, but the thing that like bugs me 10 years later, when the Niners lost to Seattle and then they went on to win the Super Bowl, part of what hurts even more on that Crabtree, Kaepernick – Sherman play is it's the greatest play in Seattle sports history. Yep. And it's that that seminal moment. Now that was at home for Seattle. But like when you think of Seattle moments, it's Ken Griffey Jr. sliding into home against the Yankees yep. and it's Richard Sherman doing that, right? Like that was probably more iconic than even the Super Bowl game for them. Yeah. Given where it happened and all that. I cannot have my Niners be a part of being on the greatest moment in Detroit sports history. Like, I, I can't have that. Like, this would be one of their finest moments. If the Detroit Lions, the maligned Lions, end up pulling off the upset this weekend in Levi Stadium on the road, it would be one of the great, outside of them winning with the Pistons multiple times, it would be one of the great sports moments in Detroit. Yeah, that's not happening. That's not happening. I can't have that happen on the watch. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Shed ahead, and Brock Purdy's not going to let it happen. Let's get out to the lines, man. Yeah, let's hear from everybody. 9570. Garrett in San Diego. What up, Garrett? Yo, what's up, Bonte? It's GT, man. GT. What's um, happening, GT? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm pumped up, man. I'm driving up to the game just like we drove up to Portland that one time. Oh, one I love time, it. Man. What, what? Oh, I love that. Portland, baby. <laughs> hey, 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 the mayor, hey, Chastity, hey, I got to was... tell you, we got this guy, the mayor in Portland. What was his name? Joshua GT. He had his own Hawaiian yeah, restaurant, Josh, Hawaiian barbecue yeah. restaurant. Took us everywhere in Portland. Oh. We had, like, red carpet treatment. It was really? unbelievable. Yeah, nice. it was, we got to get back up there, GT. Oh, it was fantastic. I agree, Bonte. Hey, real quick, man. Uh, so two things for me for this game. It all comes down to the trenches on both sides. I think we're going to do what we need to do, but that's what I'll be paying attention to. And then secondly, they call me the Brian Baldinger of fantasy football. Oh. And if you know anything about fantasy football, then you know Jared Goff is terrible outside of a dome. So I'm looking for Goff to throw two picks. And the Niners to go to the Super Bowl, baby. Let's go. Let's well, go, GT. I'm glad you brought Let's that go, up. Let's go, GT. Because one of the things, like, and it's so easy to say, like, turnovers will decide this game. Yeah, look at all the games that have happened. Uh, turnovers early in games or late in games are deciding factors. Dak is at home because of the two turnovers early in that game. Jared Goff is is not at home and is playing this weekend because he hasn't turned the ball over in yep. these two games. Yep. You know, Jordan loves at home because he turned it over multiple times. Yep. And yeah, turnovers are absolutely going going to be the determining factor in this game. Yep. Just take care of the football. And I love what GT said. The trenches. It's always about the trenches this time of the year. That's why I'm challenging this defensive line. I'll take an Elias D line over you, Nick Bosa, Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead, Randy Gregory, Chase Young, because I expect them to show up and show out this Sunday. Get pressure on golf, and good things will happen for this 49ers defense. No doubt. Offensively, the Niners should have their way. I think the Niners are going to be able to run the ball. I think the play-action pass is going to be wide open. I think the drag routes are going to be wide open. And don't be afraid to throw outside the numbers against this team. Detroit mm. gets beat deep. 
They do. Go look at all their games. Minnesota late in the season. Justin Jefferson and Addison were running wide open down the field. Brock, let it rip. You got Brandon Ayuk there. We know he can run a deep route. You should be able to get chunk plays deep and down the field, but that goes with the pass protection you should be able to get against his Detroit front unless they start blitzing, and then we know how Brock does against the blitz. He lights you up against the blitz. On the on the passing game, you're so right. Like Mike Evans dropped some catchable balls last week that he does not yep. ca- uh, drop. Like They left plays out on the field. I, I, I don't know. I, that game was closer than it should have been, in my estimation. Uh, the Bucks versus the Lions. Regarding Jared Goff, I struggle with this. Like, oh, so-and-so can't play well outdoors. Well, okay, but, like, it's not like it's going to be snowing and, you know, 20 degrees at Levi's. It's going to be pretty picturesque football conditions. And I don't know if I can necessarily look at all the stuff that happened with him and the Rams versus the Niners and correlate that to what's going to happen with his new team. Like, I don't know. I think a lot of those those things go out the window for me. Yeah, I'm not buying into all the history, whether it's the right? Lions or Niners, whether it's golf with the Rams. That, that this is a whole new team. That, that, it's a whole new kind of a whole at. new coaching staff. He's a whole new dude. He's got a lot of confidence right now. But you could knock him off a spot and make him think like, hey, it's not happening here. It's not happening. No. So I, I expect I Niners are gonna win this game, Shasky. I feel really good about that. I'm surprised how confident you are. Yeah, I'm I'm very confident. This team showed me that they're the best team, one of the best teams in the league all year. They're not gonna let Detroit come in here. Come in here and beat them. Like, come on. Like, think about that. Don't need to get nervous now. Rob and San Bruno. Rob. Big Rob. I know you down there at Levi's this Sunday, Rob. Nah. nah I, can't, I can't spend 500 for that this year. But what I'm going to say is this, man. The Niners haven't played a Will Bounce team all year long. Only team they played was the Ravens and Green Bay Lag. Well, last week, I feel like. The pass rush, the pass rushers can't get there because teams are keeping them off balance. So now they're going at Bosa because he can't. He's too slow to stay in the edges. He's not really an athlete like he's a power rusher. Same thing with the other guy. So me, me personally, I feel like Detroit gonna win the game. I'm out on Kyle Shanahan. This may be just personal. My heart talking. That report I heard about him wanting Tom Brady, but didn't want him when Jimmy Garoppolo was here. Now Trey here, you want to give him now? So you know what the hell with Kyle Shanahan? Go Detroit. Plus, uh, plus, plus Detroit. Big Rob, big Rob, big Rob, big Rob, come on. You're wearing your Niner gear on Sunday, Rob. Go Detroit. Come on, the lie's not coming in here beating the Niners. What the hell happened to you? Hey, hey, hey. no, 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 no. Let me let me tell you. It's business, right? We can, we get rid of players all the time. You know, I, I, I just don't like the way Kyle did trade. I'm going to keep it real, which I didn't like that. I didn't like they tried to put him out like he was just terrible. So the hell with Kyle Shanahan here. We know he's going to choke in the Super Bowl anyway. So what's the point of going to the bowl? I got Detroit 27-20. Oh, Rob. I'm disappointed in Rob. Rob? Rob? Oh, are man. you still there? No, no he's, he's gone. Feelings. I was going to say, if they make it to the Super Bowl, he's not allowed to call. Oh, Alcatraz? Yeah, I, I have to put him I don't in Alcatraz. Think he's call anyways if they win the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, you know what? He'd call in. He'd be like, no. they're not going to win two in a row. Has there ever been a, like, to Rob's point, have you ever, like, hated your team if they did something like that? I don't think <laughs> there's ever been a move in my fandom that I've, like, hated my team after it. Uh, when the Niners brought in Tom Sula, a lot of Niner fans were rooting but for like, the But, like, not during success, though. No. Yeah, no, I can't. Unless you're Barry Zito. 2010. I can't do that. I, I, As he admitted look, I, that he I, was rooting against the team because right. he was look, the activator. I, I love Trey Lynch as much as anybody, but it was time to move on. And I thought the Niners handled it with class the way they helped Trey Lance move on. All right? Trey Lance had lost all his confidence here. It is what it is. We saw the Raider game. You saw the preseason game. <laughs> 
It just wasn't pretty because he can't get on the field. Niners made a decision, man. We move. The fact that the Niners were able to move off of Trey Lance and not skip a beat and be right back in the spot that they've been at for the last five years, pretty damn impressive. So I'm not the I whole can't tra- believe Rob we, is rooting against the Niners. Like, I honestly can't believe that. No, it, to me, it's about the it's about the 49ers. It's not about who's I told you guys. I don't care if Brendan Allen's playing quarterback. I just want a Super Bowl. I care if Brendan I, Allen's playing no, quarterback. Means, Allen, we're in trouble. No, no. If Brendan <laughs> Allen's playing well and he's leading to a Super Bowl, then go Brendan oh, well, Allen. That's different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't care. When Josh Johnson I, I really came care. in. Okay, listen to Josh Johnson comes into the NFC Chess game last week and I was like, B, he's moving the ball. It's Josh Johnson. No, well, they didn't move the ball. <laughs> no, we were down 21 7 to have like Josh Johnson. I was trying to be Josh optimistic. Johnson. That game he kept, was over. He kept turning to me. He's like, Josh Johnson's in at quarterback. And I was like, I know. I know. Yeah, we're not winning this game. <laughs> we were going I love Josh, man. Josh, that game. Josh. I'm out. Dude, he fumbled. Uh, I'm like, what of his first snaps in the game? He All got right. hit so hard right in front of us. Poor guy. Let's go to uh, Travis and Vallejo. Let's try to tat tat these calls here. Travis and Vallejo, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thank you. Uh, first off, I want to say the hell with Big Rob. That's a clown move uh, to, to go against the Niners. That's, that's just straight up whack. Um, second of all, the Niners going to smack the Lions. They're going to win, uh, I'm predicting, around like 28 to 10. Um, I think Jared Goff coming back to the Bay Area, he's going to get lemon booty uh, in front of the, his, uh, his friends and family. Uh, it's going to be too much pressure on them. Uh, I think the Niners, uh, I feel like they came in thinking that they're uh, entitled to a win uh, last week when they played against the Packers because everybody got them at the favorite. But I think this was a good reminder call to them that this is the playoffs and everybody's good at this point. So I think that got them straight. Uh, they won off a C-minus game. They're going to come with their A game next week, and they're yep. going to smack the Lions. Let's go. Let's go, Travis. I like that. Uh, Richie Rich of Livermore. Richie Rich, what's happening? My guys, man, hey, I wasn't even going to call. I was still under the weather. But you don't let that clown show hop on the line again, man. I don't know what's wrong with that guy, dude. But, hey, I better not hear him call for the rest of the year. Out of hell. Don't call no more, Rob. All right? Richie Rick is calling you out, bro. It's all about the Niners, man. Brock's going to get down this week. CMC's going to have a big game. And you watch Debo show out, man. Let's go. Niner gang, bang, bang. Y'all have a good day. Let's go. Let's go, Richie Rich. Rob shook up everybody. I can't believe Rob said that. Go Detroit. Go. Come on, Rob. You know Rob's you know, somewhere on a couch right now smoking a fat one. Oh, he, laughing, laughing so no, hard. Last this. I'm about to shake up the yeah, YouTube chat. Like he he's did. the Joker right. in uh, Dark Knight Rises. He definitely shook up everybody. <laughs> Some men just want to watch the world burn. Oh, what was man. that? Say that again? Some men just want to watch the world burn. Uh, well, how about this? call coming up dean in oakland he's going to say something that may shake a lot of people up as well dean in oakland you're on the morning rose what's happening hey good morning fellas so just really quickly i want to get your thoughts about i feel i feel like there's still a small faction of fans that still miss harbaugh and i feel like harbaugh was just so charismatic and shanahan is not that shanahan is just always in his playbook so is it is it warranted the the hate that Shanahan gets and and I guess the the love that people still have for Harbaugh till this day and now that he's coming back to the NFL if he succeeds uh, I don't I don't know I don't know how to feel one one, one way or the other but I, I feel like with Shanahan in the playoffs it's always 
time management issues, in-game decisions. He's just he's a he's a big brain, right? He's just overthinking stuff. Whereas Harbaugh is he's a he, he he's he's a leader of men. I, I don't see Shanahan in the same light as Harbaugh. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm going to take your thoughts off well, air, guys. I don't know why you don't. Shanahan's been here for seven years. They've got the four NC championship games in the last five years. They've gotten off the slow starts, horrendous starts. They've had big losing streaks. Shanahan has never lost the locker room. Shanahan's not a leader of men? Huh? Why is it either or? Like, I, I loved Harbaugh. I love Kyle Shanahan. I think Harbaugh was great at his moment in time, and it probably ended too soon. And Shanahan's been been great during his run. Right, like so. To me, I love both those guys, and I'm sure there's a large segment of fans that will always love Harbaugh for whatever reasons, X, Y, right. and Z. Uh, but Kyle Shanahan has been wildly successful. Not perfect, but wildly successful. Yeah, but again, I, show me like, and this is what I say in any sport: show me a great coach in any sport, and I will show you a laundry list of horrific losses, as well as a lot of winning. Right, right. like pick pick the Belichick has games where he clearly. Lost, blue, yep. whatever you want to call it. Greg Popovich not subbing in, you know, Tim Duncan. And there's many yep. more other ones. I'm just yep. saying, like, Dusty Baker. I love Dusty Baker. Yep. Dusty Baker has a laundry list of big losses. Of big time losses. Bill Walsh. All of them. Yes. Bill Parcells. You name them. Bill Belichick. You said it. Don Shula. Don Shula had won the Super Bowl since the 70s. I think Shula's last game, they lost by 40. <laughs> oh, to Jacksonville. Yeah. The playoff game. I think it was 55-7. Yeah, th there you go. Maybe, maybe Dan, the it was maybe Dan, Dan Marino's, I think, last game as well. That could have been with Jimmy Johnson. That could have been with Jimmy Johnson. But you like but Shula, yeah. We Shula act was, like these guys, Joe Gibbs, like all these guys had bad losses. That's that's part of being in it every year. Yep. No, nah, no I doubt. Just, I think it's, un I don't know. Like, Kyle's I, been really good. Kyle's been really good. 62 to 7. I, and we do this thing like well, well, Mark Jackson. Game. Yeah, Jacksonville. 62 to 7. 62 wow. 7, Jacksonville. See, I knew it was a yeah. big. But we do this thing like, well, Mark We're Jackson. Mark Jackson got to the second round once. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan's been to the finals. He's been, you know, in, in, in what the equivalent is in the Super Bowl. And he's been to the basically the equivalent of the Western Conference finals over and over and over again. Like, And I love Mark Jackson for what he did at that time. But like, he went one time to the second round. We yeah. should pump the brakes on that. Uh, let's go to the injury report. It's time for the injury report. It really hurts. Brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm. Helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. Man, put some respect on Shanahan's name. We're back in the NFC title game. Damn it, too much scare talk around here. Too much slander. Not a little... Survive in advance. We have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. We're 16 minutes away. Shanahan's fine. Purdy's fine. What are we doing? Timo Samuel, he didn't practice. But you know what? I think he's going to be fine. Shanahan said he's feeling better, although his shoulder still hurts. Samuel is listed as questionable for Sunday's NFC title game. Uh, I guess the Detroit Lions will talk to Kate Rooney and I-20. We'll get an update on Debo. Hopefully, he. I don't care if he doesn't practice or not. Will he play on Sunday? I don't believe Debo's missing this game. It's not in his DNA. We'll see. Injury report brought to you by Boxer Gerson, another California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping get your workers get their lives back for over 40 years. What's coming up on the game? Brought to you by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. Jamel Hill. Jamel Hill, now staff writer for The Athletic. She'll give us her thoughts on Detroit, the Niners. She's a big-time Niners fan. That's coming up on the roast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.